celebrate good times. Come on. That's why I'm not on a show singing for my life every week, or was not over the summer on a show singing for my life every week. But anyhow, my name's Steve Glosson. I'm from Geek Out Loud, the official podcast of geekoutonline.com. And I'm excited about Celebration 6, looking forward to being a part of it. Uh, hey, if, you're, if, you, if you want to pencil in to your plans, 8.30, Sunday morning of the con, August 26th, Rosen Plaza Hotel will be hosting the Celebration of Worship uh, with my friends Greg Fields and, uh, and, and James Arnold Taylor. Uh, of the Clone Wars will be there. So it's definitely worth your time to come on and listen. It'll be a good time of worship that morning uh, for anyone that wants to attend. We'd love to have you there. So pencil that into your little plans. That'll be fun times. That'll be good times. Hey, can't wait to see it. Celebration 6. It's not too far away now. Hello there, Obi-Wan Kenobi here, and you're listening to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast, brought to you by StarWarsDaily.com. The Force will be with you, always. Welcome, Star Wars fans, to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast, original podcast dedicated to the Clone Wars animated series. Thanks for hanging with us, guys, and making us part of your day. My name is Matt, the Crankster Cranky, your Frontlines co-host. And on the other side of the microphone, it's your host and creator, Michael Cohen. What's up, my friend? How hey, you how's it going? And we've also got uh, another, a third, yes. a third chair, the third mic. I... Uh, our, our sometimes yes. uh, fill-in co-host Kyle, say hi, Kyle. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, good. I uh, so we are coming up fast approaching Star Wars Celebration. It's it's yeah. less than a month away. Twenty eight days, three hours, seven minutes, and eighteen seconds to go until until it officially starts. As of uh, us recording right now, uh, yeah. So I mean, I by this time. Yeah. Uh, next month, Kyle and I will be in Orlando, enjoying the sun. We'll probably have seen some Clone Wars trailers, some some scenes. Hopefully, the first episode. Oh, uh, well, actually, they announced we are going right. to see the first episode. Well, I, but it, I'm just saying whichever day it's on. I mean, yeah. I guess you know what? It, it's the 26th of uh, of July today, so I mean, I guarantee we'll have seen it by now. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, so really exciting. Uh, lots of news regarding uh, Star Wars Celebration. A couple of things hit right after uh, Matt and I released the last episode. Yeah, it's true. Uh, true. Yeah. Biggest piece of news uh, being the uh, that uh, Mark Hamill is going to be there at Star Wars Celebration. I mean, huge yeah, news yeah. there. So yeah, uh, yeah. we we don't really have a schedule yet. Uh, so, you know, it's still a matter of, uh, knowing when, when that stuff's going on, but, uh, but yeah, Mark Hamill going to be there, going to be doing signing, going to be doing, uh, is he doing a panel? Uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that he is. I don't know that they've, yeah. uh, necessarily said that. Yeah. They haven't really said what he's going to be doing. Uh, I think really all they said is... Nope, appear on stage. He's going to appear on stage at Celebration 6 in Orlando this August, as well as meet fans and sign in the autograph hall. So uh, if if you got the cash, if you got the dough, 
you can afford to yeah. roll a couple of uh, what's what are the Benjamins? Are those the hundred dollar bills? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of those. Uh, you can uh, you can meet Mark Hamill. Uh, he, he tends to be fairly expensive. Uh, I know. I think he's a hundred bucks. Well, so last time I saw yeah, him. I think I think just to get the the signed picture from him. Uh, I, I last Star Wars celebration was I was about ninety a hundred dollars. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and I think you can do like with some of the stars you can do like picture sessions and stuff like that, and but that tends to be a little bit more. So I'm sure for him that will be substantially more. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, but yeah. So that's good. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a, a big actor in uh, in the Star Wars universe and. Um, yeah, I think that's we all kind of expected him to come, you know. It's uh, and he's actually I saw a clip of him on um, at San Diego Comic Con, and he's really he's one guy that's always been like great with Star Wars, right? I mean, no matter where he gets interviewed, even though he, he was on he was on uh, you know I think it was G four something like that. They were showing some footage, right? And they were talking about some one of his new projects. But the conversation always comes back to Star Wars, right? And he's still really cool about it, you know. He's not uh, not like anybody else, like Harrison Ford, that doesn't want to talk about it. He's always great about talking Star Wars, so it's great to have him back. And uh, you know, are we are we going to get a cameo from Lucas? Who knows? We don't know yet, right? You know what? I, I'm I'm expecting that the second that this episode goes out and is in, <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get two big announcements. We're gonna get the schedule because we've got less than a month to go. And we're going to hear that George Lucas is going to be there. We'll probably hear the last couple of couple of uh, uh, announcements. And, you know, like, it's a Thursday night as we're recording this. Uh, and and I, I'm i fairly sure that Friday morning, right before the weekend, so that we can all talk about it all weekend, they'll announce something new. Because I think that's what they did with Mark Hamill. So it's right. just one of those things, you know. Uh, it's It's going to be perfect timing for us to miss it in this episode (laughs) (laughs) to talk about uh is there any other star wars celebration news well um like i said right at the beginning with uh comic-con recently i mean they had the clone wars panel and we're going to get to get to that stuff in a bit but one thing they did say at the clone wars panel is that now for sure we're going to get to see the uh first episode of season five at celebration i think that was the first time they'd announced that for sure yeah yeah so i'm looking forward to that definitely yeah for sure so we're definitely going to see the first episode uh and uh and we will have our reactions to that season premiere uh for you guys hopefully if everything you know shakes out and and uh schedules all work the way that we hope they will we can watch the first episode see clips and trailers and all that sort of thing. And then, uh, and then we'll get to do our panel. So you'll get to, uh, you'll get all about it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, look forward to that stuff. I mean, it's episode 98. We got, we got two more, we got one more to go and then it's the hundredth episode. So uh, a huge, huge stuff on on the horizon. Uh, but you know what? Before we uh, before we jump into the San Diego Comic Con news, we have one more tip. Oh yeah, Boston yeah. over at Geek Out Loud. Uh, so let's have a listen to that. Well, hello everyone. Steve Glosson from Geek Out Loud uh, with you once again uh, to just continue to bring the tips. I am bringing the tips like like a. I don't know, like a really good tipper at a restaurant. Terrible, terrible analogy, but you get my point. We got more tips for Star Wars Celebration 6 down in Orlando, Florida. going to be happening in August, and it's going to be a great time. If you're missing it, we're going to miss you. Actually, we probably won't because we'll be having such a good time. And if we do think about you, we'll probably say, Hey, remember how they didn't come? The losers. No, we wouldn't say that. We'd never say that about you because we love you. We love you so much. Listen, look at me right in the eye right now. I love you. Okay? The correct response is, I know. All right. Uh, this week, I want to talk to you about, here's the thing. <clears throat> you need something to carry stuff with and in. 
because there's all kinds of swag to get. A lot of times different places we hand out bags and stuff, but there's some other swag you might want to pick up, and you might want to be purchasing some things. One thing you might want to have is just a good poster tube for carrying artwork and stuff. There's an artist alley set up. There's some amazing things you can buy, some amazing things you can pick up. And a lot of times they come in poster form. Have a poster tube that you can roll those bad boys up, stick them in, and you don't have to worry about And you can just kind of stuff it down in a backpack, and you don't have to worry about things getting bent up, crinkled up, or out of shape. Uh, have a backpack of some sort with you. Don't overstuff it because you, you know how we collectors are. We want everything in mint condition. Uh, so, you know, make sure you have a backpack. Don't overload it, but have it there for ease of carrying goodies. In fact, don't start out in the morning overloaded with a backpack because you're just going to get tired of carrying it around all day. But you may also want to stick some goodies down in that backpack to snack on throughout the day and, you know, give some to me. Here's the deal. If you see me at Celebration 6, I'll be much friendlier if you whip out some cookies. All right? I mean, just being straight with you, just being honest. I'm going to be a super friendly fat guy anyway, but do you know how much I will love you? We've already talked about the love that's in this place right now. I can feel the love. I Can, feel, can you feel the love? I feel the love. Yes! Um, we've already talked about the love that's in this place. Can you imagine the love of a fat man when you hand him cookies for free? Oh, my lanta. You might just have a companion for your trip home. There's this old book that says, never give a mouse a cookie. Always give a fatty a cookie. Friend for life. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You've heard of the Wookiee life debt? Nothing compared to the fatty cookie debt. <laughs> I tripped myself out there. But anyhow, make sure you've got a good backpack and, and make sure that you don't overload it first thing. But that way you have your hands free to shake hands, to take pictures, to do all kinds of stuff so that you don't, you're not burdened with like, oh, my Lanta, I'm going to drop this. I'm going to drop that. I can't carry this anymore. I can't carry this. And if you do happen to, to get some bigger purchases, you know, be ready. Kind of have a plan, you know. Like if you say, I know there's this big, big exclusive that Gentle Giant's selling or that Hasbro's selling and I want to get my hands on it and it's pretty large. It's not going to fit down the backpack. Have a plan of what you're going to do that day when you get it. Make that part of your day so that you're not stuck carrying around a full-size AT-AT all day or something like that. I don't know. I'm just saying it's a good idea. It's a good plan. It's a good way to go about making the most of Celebration 6. And this has been your tips with Steve Gloss and the host of Geek Out Loud, who loves you and will love you more if you bring me cookies. The end. Peace out. May the Force be with us all. Because the Force knows we need it. Awesome. So that's the that's the penultimate tip. Uh, we'll we'll have one more in episode ninety nine, and then uh, and then you'll be all set for Star Wars Celebration. So uh, for that you're gonna have yeah. to tune in. Yeah, and you can walk around, and uh, when you see Steve and uh, Mike and Colin and everybody running around there, you can say, "Hey, thanks for the tip, buddy. Good job." You know, there you go. Yep. <laughs> like you said, Mike, you guys, it's going to be a contingent down there, man. We're going to be, like you said, I think it was last podcast. No, you said it on a, another podcast. Womp was there, wasn't it? You're going to have a contingent down there, man. Look out for the front lines uh, and posse, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sure, uh, yeah. I said, I think I, my words were going to be rolling deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rolling deep in Orlando. I like it. And we're going to be outfitted in our... Uh, Official exclusive Star Wars Celebration Frontlines the Clone Wars podcast t-shirts. Say that five times fast. <laughs> so if yeah. you want to see those, you can you can see that design over on uh, over on uh, the Facebook page. In fact, you know what? I'll, I will probably make it the album art for for this episode uh, so that you guys can all see that, and you can see it right there on CloneWarsPodcast.com. Uh, and to get one of those T-shirts, it's really simple. You just got to be at Star Wars Celebration, and you just have to be awesome. That's it. They, they're, That's it. they're absolutely free. Uh, we'll have we'll have a good handful of them. So you know, uh, we'll have those. We'll, we'll actually probably have some of the uh, some of our our old T-shirts as well on hand. So uh, so hopefully everybody who's heading to Star Wars Celebration that can find us, they will uh, they'll get their hands on a Frontlines of Clone Wars podcast t-shirt, you know? And uh, if you're going to be at the at, 
at our recording of our hundredth episode, whether that's a panel or whether we just uh, do a guerrilla style in the middle of the show, <laughs> uh, however that ends up being, uh, if you're there, that's going to probably be your best opportunity to get a t-shirt. Uh, cause, cause you know, those, the, the loyal peeps we're going to, uh, we're going to be throwing those out there for everybody. So that's, uh, that's all you got to do. You just got to be awesome. You just got to be a star Wars celebration and be awesome. Uh, and you can get yourself a free T-shirt. So, oh yeah, so look, definitely good stuff. But uh, before, but you know that that's that what's to come. And uh, what just happened recently was uh, San Diego Comic Con. It was we're kind of on the eve of it <clears throat> as we recorded the last episode, Matt. And uh, a whole bunch of stuff came out of. Fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely. I, I tell you what, um, like you said, I, I had to go back and listen to our episode, Mike, because I was like, did we even get a chance to talk about half of this? And we, and we didn't, you know, it was just basically, uh, just a couple of things that we heard and, and a bunch of stuff came out, obviously. Um, you guys talked about the first one and we actually get to see, uh, the first episode at Celebration 6, but, um, that was kind of a... That was kind of news too that they changed it up, right, guys? It was it was uh, they're starting off with this Darth Maul storyline instead of going. I think the the original one was going to be a war on two fronts. Uh, they changed up, they flipped the script a little bit, and they're going to give us the the Darth Maul storyline to begin season four. So that should be uh, pretty good. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I guess they originally in Star Wars Insider they released you know a list of like what the first seven episodes or something were going to be, and then yeah, like you said they changed up i guess and so there's a different episode that they're starting off with although i'm not really surprised that they're starting with darth maul i mean the way that season four ended it would make perfect sense to me that the first episode is season five would uh you know pick back up with darth maul and what he's up to so definitely looking forward right. to seeing that and i mean you guys did you guys get to see the um the night sisters savage press thing when they had the theatrical screening of that back like a couple years ago. Yes. Yeah. See, I mean, that's we did. That's part of the reason I'm so excited for it is not just that we get to, you know, see it like a month before everybody on TV, but you know, when you get to see these episodes in like the full resolution on a big screen, it's just freaking awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. It's a. It's a different experience, and uh, and I was really hoping that they, that they'd repeat that yeah at some point in the last season, uh, and they never. Yeah. Really. That. First one, and I mean, granted, the the first one, the the Night Sister trilogy was, uh, it was it was free. Uh, you just had to to be one of the lucky people who got to register for it. Um, but I uh, I mean, honestly, if if I could go down to the movie theater every week and watch Clone, <laughs> I mean, I'd do it. You know, I pay ten fifteen dollars a week to uh, to watch those episodes on a big screen. Uh, particularly some of the better ones. So uh, I'm hoping that they do some more. That's one thing that maybe we can mention to some important people while we're down there in order. Uh, yeah, I will definitely be getting to see the uh, the first episode. Um, yeah, it's it's very obvious what they've done by by changing the episode order. Uh, it seemed like they were going to start with the uh, with the Onderon arc. And uh, instead, they've decided to premiere the Darth Maul stuff uh, at Star mm-hmm. Wars Celebration, and I think that's that's the the main reason for that. Right. It's just, as cool as the Onderon stuff is going to be, I'm sure, because it looks really great. Uh, they probably looked at it and went, you know, what's going to really get these crowds pumped, going to get people talking, is some more Darth Maul. And, exactly. And then. They, at Comic Con, they released that clip, uh, and uh, man, the the I, I'm pretty sure that anybody who's a Star Wars fan uh, that caught wind of that just if they had the same reaction that I did, it, it seems like the entire Twitterverse and uh, Facebook and and everything just kind of exploded when they released that clip. Uh, and don't know what clip we're talking about. Uh, it's a clip of Obi Wan Kenobi. Along with a bunch of Mandalorians, uh, what, what's her name? Bo Katan, is that it? Bo Katan, yeah. Bo Katan, yeah. who we previously saw uh, in season four in uh, A Friend in Need, uh, and uh, 
there, Obi Wan is fully decked out in Mandalorian armor, sans helmet, and uh, they're flying around on whatever planet they're on, and uh, and and duking it out with a two two warring factions of Mandalorians. So it looks almost like something out of uh, oh, what's what's the Jango Fett story? It's uh, the the open season, yeah. Uh, it, it's just it's two two different groups of Mandalorians just kind of throwing right. and, uh, and and at a brief appearance beginning of that clip from what appears to be uh, Darth Sidious or you know, Palpatine, uh, yeah, right, a couple of Mandalorians and uh, and we don't really know too much detail as to, as to what exactly is going on. All we know is that somehow. Uh, Darth Maul is involved with this. Uh, Bo-Katan says something along the lines to, to Obi-Wan, you must, uh, Darth Maul must really want you dead. And, uh, and Obi-Wan, I think, just kind of goes, yeah, or laughs or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think he says, like, you have no idea. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you can see that, that an entire war is being fought between these two factions of Mandalorians, and it seems like Obi-Wan is the reason why. Uh, Darth Maul. I, my this is my speculation is that Darth Maul has hired uh, one of the Mandalorian factions, whether it's the Death Watch or one that we haven't heard of, but one of the mercenary factions of Mandalore to uh, to hunt down, kill Obi Wan, uh, or to capture him and, and bring him in so that Darth Maul can kill himself. Uh, and uh, and and. Somewhere along the lines, Obi Wan has decided to team up with some other Mandalorians and uh, get some fancy new duds. And uh, I <laughs> not contain my excitement. I was actually at an event, uh, an event that they front the Clone Wars podcast sponsored. So hopefully, we have some new listeners from the Vancouver area who are at Geeks After Dark, uh, which is a really cool uh, sort of absolutely uh, uh, after hours sort of uh event where there's some uh some some burlesque dancing uh and it's all nerd themed and this one was star wars themed and, and we sponsored it so we gave away some prizes and stuff uh, nice. uh, for the trivia contest and uh and as that was getting ready to rev up uh that that clip came went online uh that that afternoon that friday afternoon and uh and I watched it and was just blown away. Like, like you want to talk about like knock your socks off moments, <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely. you were saying uh, this is why this is why I host a Clone Wars uh, podcast, and definitely. And, and and Kyle, you know, we were talking just before we started here. Uh, you were mentioning that clip and how you noticed the red on one faction of those Mandalores, and you also had a, a theory about that too, as well, right? Right. Well, I mean. It seems to me, especially from Bo-Katan's comment there at the end, that you know Maul really wants Obi-Wan dead, and that the Mandalorians that are chasing him seem to be painted up all red on their armor and everything. I mean, it seems to me like somehow... I mean, obviously we've got Death Watch trying to retake Mandalore, but then Darth Maul kind of sticks his fingers in there and is... I mean, maybe there's some other Mandalorian faction we don't know about, but it seems to me like Darth Maul has sort of split the Death Watch and... I mean, maybe this is after they've taken over Mandalore. I don't know, because we don't see, you know, Satine or any peaceful, like, Mandalorian guard-type guys in this. It's all, you know, the ones decked out in the full armor. But, you know, it seems to me like Death Watch has gotten bigger and stronger, but then Darth Maul has sort of gotten some of them to split off, and, you know, whether he's tricked them or persuaded them to his cause or paid them off or whatever. I mean, like you said, it seems like, uh, like they're helping him go after Obi-Wan now. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that could be going on and I'm really excited to find out, but yeah, like you said, Mike, when I saw this for the first time, it just kind of blew me away. I was, I think I was checking IGN.com, like on my phone, um, right after the Clone Wars panel had gone on at Comic-Con and I was hoping to see some, you know, report or something of like all this new stuff that they showed and they just happened to show this clip, and uh, you know, on my phone, I just saw the little thumbnail image of Obi Wan, and you could—it was just like down to his chest, but you could kind of tell that he was wearing Mandalorian armor. And then, like the caption next to it said, "Obi Wan's like surprising new allies," and I like jumped up and ran to my computer, and I was like, "I gotta see what's going on here," because I had no idea that was coming. Yeah, 
yeah. totally out of left field. And it's uh, I, I turned to, to my wife and I was like, this is unbelievable. This is everything that you could possibly want from an episode of The Clone Wars. And it's a five minute clip. Like it's the, the reason, like I said, the reason why I do a Clone Wars podcast and the reason why we're Star Wars fans is encapsulated in that clip. But, you know, you've got you got a, a, a Jedi in Mandalorian gear with his lightsaber out, taking dudes out, other Mandalorians fighting Mandalorians, like just jetpack to jetpack combat. They, they, oh man, it's, uh, it's, we see a dude get blown up with a rocket launcher. It's just like, there's so much in it. Uh, that is exactly why, why we're star Wars fans. This is, this is the, like the, the crux of what it's about, you know, like uh, there's, there's other stuff that we like as well, but when it comes right down to it, it's that, it's that science fiction, fantasy, wish fulfillment, all that stuff all wrapped up into one. And when you see Obi-Wan Kenobi wearing essentially Boba Fett's armor and pulling out his lightsaber and fighting guys and rockets flying everywhere and a giant blast doors open to reveal just utter chaos and, and just Mandalorian on Mandalorian uh, battle. It, it's like that. That's why we do this, you know, like that's why, that's why we're in. That's why, We'll spend thousands of dollars and fly clear across continents. <laughs> it is is just to share these moments, and it's just it's so exciting. Uh, and anybody who's a real star, a true Star Wars fan, that's been you know uh, maybe holding off on on into the Clone Wars, if there's anybody left, I, I can't imagine that there is. But if there's anybody left, man, there there won't be now. You know, you just show them. Right. This is these episodes are going to be the episodes to show people when you want to get them hooked on the show. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. And the, another thing that has me excited about it too is because, like we said, there's so much stuff sort of behind this that we don't know yet. I mean, obviously, this isn't going to be like the season premiere episode because it's not like Obi Wan's already part of the Death Watch or something. I mean, there's obviously a lot of kind of setup here that we haven't seen yet to kind of get to this point. So I think this is going to be probably maybe somewhere around the middle of the season and you know we'll probably still get to see a lot of cool stuff with the death watch and darth maul and stuff leading up to this that you know as we're watching those episodes it'll be like oh that's how we're going to get to that point you know so and just well you know oh go ahead go ahead forward to well you guys are mentioning the death watch and uh filoni was at san diego comic-con did a panel and he was talking about the Death Watch and uh, Katie Sackhoff's character. And he was saying that uh, she is going to do more this season than Boba Fett has ever done. And let's uh, just take a quick listen, uh, real quick, on uh, Dave Filoni's take on the Death Watch uh, this season. The Death Watch were a group of characters we brought in in season two. We didn't really deal with them a lot in season three. And we brought them back for only one episode in season four. But uh, George came up with a great storyline, um, something that the writers and I are pretty shocked uh, some of our favorite episodes have the Death Watch in them this year, and we see actually a lot of character development uh, for John Favreau's character, Pre Vizsla, a lot of development for Bo Katan, played by Katie Sackhoff. I, you know, she does more in a couple episodes than we ever saw Boba Fett do in, in the original trilogy, so that's going to be pretty exciting for people, I think. Well, there you go, guys. There it is right there. And hey, wait a minute. I thought George Lucas was retired. Here he is coming <laughs> up with the story, guys. What's up? You know? Well, you. What do you think, Mike? Uh, if George came up with this story, he came up with it two years ago. Because uh, you recall at the last Star Wars celebration when people were asking uh, the, the voice actors and Dave uh, about, you know, what, what we can expect from the characters and, you know, oh, we saw this clip. What does that mean? And I can, rem I can recall James Arnold Taylor specifically saying at one point, you know, it's so hard to remember what's coming up in, in at that time season three uh because we're we're recording season five right now like like uh, so that was that's the thing even if george is retired as of now that means we still got like another two and a half years <laughs> right right we've probably got clear to season seven or eight of stories that he's broken because what they do is they sit down george goes i want to see you know i want to see 
uh, Darth Maul going after Obi-Wan and hiring a bunch of Mandalorians to take him, like, to, to capture him. And, uh, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi wears, clone, wears uh, uh, Mandalorian armor. That's it. Go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other uh, thing, too, I mean, when he said he retired, at least from what I remember reading online and stuff, it seemed like he said he was going to retire from making, like, big Hollywood movies and sort of start doing his own little side projects and stuff like that. But I don't think he really specifically mentioned anything about Star Wars. And so, I mean, to me, that's still sort of his domain, I guess you could say. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if he still, you know, sticks around at least until the Clone Wars series is over. And then maybe says, okay, now I'm done with Star Wars stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, I I wasn't surprised at all to hear that George is still coming up with stories because that's what he does. Right, yeah. Well, that was it. You know, they, um, like I said, they talked about Pre Vizsla. You talked about Bo Katan, and he's gonna, she's going to have more time than Boba Fett. And he's actually, Mike, he's not even in this season. Yeah, so. no, no Boba in season five. You know what? Perfectly honest, I'm cool with that. Because yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. fine with that too. Especially because that might be more Mandalorians than we can handle in one season. I think we're going to cover about, you know, a, a half a year's worth of time. Uh, in a, in this season, that seems to be about the way that it goes, uh, or that not maybe not quite a half year. You know, we if we go a little bit of time without Boba. What we what they can do is then in season six or season seven, when we bring him back, he can be a little bit older. Right. If he's a little bit older, that means you know now the Mandalorian armor is going to fit. So, uh, you right. know, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens there. Uh, with with Boba in the future, uh, I, I'm sure that when the next time that we see him, we'll see him in something that looks a little bit more like like the Mandalorian armor that we know. Uh, right. It's, whether it's Jango's armor or you know something else like that, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. So that was a yeah, like I said, that was a great clip. Actually, we talked about you said it, Mike. You, we see Sidious. Uh, beginning of that clip and uh, also came out in San Diego Comic-Con that Sidious might address all the Sith and waiting that's going on uh, in this particular season. So that's pretty exciting to me because you like, we have all these, you know, Sith and, and, and dark Jedi that are floating around. It's like, wait a minute, what happened to the rule of two, you know? So it's kind of cool to see that, that uh, Sidious is, is going to address uh, some of the loose ends that are floating around. So I thought that was kind of cool. What do you think, Mike? Yeah. Well, like you said, you know, there's that rule of two, that you do. Uh, and, uh, and we have our two set, you know, we've got, we've got uh, Palpatine and, uh, and Dooku. And, uh, and now Darth Maul returning has really thrown a wrench into that. Uh, and as we, we've talked about previously on the show, Maul's line about like, Oh, so the clone wars went ahead without me. Yeah. You know, Maul obviously he's going to have some issues with that, with the fact that it has gone on without him. Uh, that Palpatine has moved on and has a new, new, uh, new apprentice, and uh, and that it's some um, old man when when Maul is clearly, you know, uh, uh, in the it, well, he was in his prime previously, uh, before he got cut in half. But uh, you know, even with those uh, legs, he still he seems maybe even better than he was before. So, so I'm sure that there's a little bit of a jealousy angle there, and that we might, at some point, all wanting to uh, reclaim his his seat at Sidious's right hand. He also might just, you know, want to take Sidious down like he wants to take Obi Wan down. I'm sure he's got his list. So, uh, the forward thinker that he is, I think we're going to see him set some plans to stop. Uh, Maul from from escalating the conflict any further, derailing any more of his plans because you know, uh, it it can't be easy to to keep everything on track when uh, when you've got that Zen running around with another uh, uh, Zabrak uh, Sith apprentice running alongside him. So yeah yeah it's, it's especially because in the trailer he says something like or you see maul and savage at the beginning and maul says like we're brothers and we're the true lords of the sith or something so 
Um, yeah, I definitely think there'll probably be some sort of confrontation between Maul and Sidious. And like you said, Mike, it might be Maul trying to, you know, take down Dooku and reclaim his spot as Sidious's apprentice. But I also think, you know, he might just try to go all the way and, you know, take over for himself. Yeah. Well, that's something that I, that I want to see. Yeah, that's something I want to see, too, because like you said, Mike, in that last season, you know, um, Maul said that was that was one of the favorite lines, too, is like our favorite revelations was that, you know, he recognized that the war went on without him. Like he just got left for dead. And I would love to see Maul kind of show that anger, like I'm going to go after this guy. You know, I'm going to go after all the Sith and I'm going to claim my spot as as number one. He's got an apprentice now in Savage, right? Yeah, pretty I much. think maybe. Well, I mean, I don't yeah. know if he's claiming Savage as like his official Sith apprentice or whatever, but obviously, no, no, you know, no. Savage is like his right. younger brother and sort of, you know, Maul's the one in charge in that relationship. So, right, it's effective. Well, since, since yeah, since we're talking about Maul, um, there's one other thing too that was really kind of interesting to hear. Um, actually, I'll mention it real quick. Let's uh, listen to what Dave Filoni says about uh, Darth Maul. Talk to us about, um, obviously Darth Maul is going to have a big presence in season five, or I think, because the end of season four was a huge teaser that we haven't seen the end of Darth Maul. So talk to us about that. Yeah, well, Sam Witwer, you know, as Darth Maul, did a phenomenal job, um, loved his portrayal. So he's back. We couldn't just, you know, end that where it was. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he is a little bit more throughout the season than we've done in the past. It's not just four episodes and out, so a um, little bit of a reveal there. But the Maul's up to no good, definitely. He's a lot more intelligent, conniving than you knew he was. He's definitely the, uh, you know, he's definitely the apprentice of Darth Sidious, able to make machinations happen. So, so that was good. That came from uh, Dave Filoni, and, and again, he's talking about Sam. What we're being back, he's talking about it's not going to be one of those three or four episodes and he's gone for the season he's gonna make it sounds like he's gonna play a major part and one other thing that you didn't hear in that clip was apparently he will not have his raptor legs throughout the whole season something will happen to change him in season five and that came directly from san diego comic-con so wow what do you think uh what do you think mike it's pretty interesting stuff huh yeah it's it's interesting to to note that I uh, that you know he might be uh, undergoing some changes uh, throughout the season. I and uh, and that you know we we know that Savage is going. Uh, anybody who's got a keen eye and has watched those trailers, uh, and I we don't want to say any more because some people might not have noticed and they might want to wait and see what happens. But I uh, but yeah. It, it's it's interesting. Uh, I think I noted marked in, in one of our uh, season finale wrap ups uh, that what I'd like to see season in season five is a little bit more of a continuous through line, uh, and, and sort of seeing the the uh, the story continue through through all of the episodes. Less than I, uh, you know, or sort of more so than it has in the past. So this last season, we kind of got a little bit of that, uh, but but to get essentially a, an arc to the whole season uh, would be nice, and I think that's what we're gonna get with Maul. He's gonna be around for enough episodes that that it'll give the season uh, a complete kind of feel. Yeah, definitely seems like it because uh, I mean, obviously, it seems like we're gonna have some sort of separate story lines to like the Onderon thing and um i know they said there was going to be some stuff with anakin and patty but you know from from the first trailer it seemed like we were at least going to have a big story arc with darth maul and then a big story arc with the death watch and then you know from this clip with obi-wan the death watch it seems like those two are going to become tied together at some point i do think that uh maul and maybe the death watch too are going to be you know probably pretty prominent throughout the whole season and you know like you said not just one story yeah so we got a lot of cool stuff coming from darth maul it sounds like uh this next season let's see what you know what else they talked about mike and i know this uh will probably be happy for you uh they talked a lot about obi-wan right mm -hmm. and obviously or it sounds like he's not getting a break in season five and filoni said that you'll see why he decides to live 
in the desert alone. So if you thought he got beat up in season four, it sounds like he is in for no rest in season five. So, hey, more Obi-Wan for you, Mike. What do you think? Yeah, well, you know, by the time we get to episode three, he seems a little bit more weary of of battle and all that sort of thing. I mean, he's still he's Obi Wan, so he's he's always got a smile and a good joke. But uh, but yeah. you can tell that he's kind of he's done with the war and he just wants it over and uh, wants things to go back to the way that they were before the war. I uh, but that's clearly we know that's not what happens. I. Uh, but yeah, I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see some pretty terrible stuff happen. Uh, you know, the, all this business on. Well, we don't know if it's on Mandalore, but with the Mandalorians, uh, I I think that I've I've uh, uh, suspected and and sort of predicted in the past that you know we might see uh, something happen to Duchess Satine that mm. could you know that could really throw Obi Wan off his game. Uh, the sort of stuff, you know, in the first three seasons, I think we saw a lot of setup for Anakin and for his fall. Uh, and I think that in in these in last season and then maybe in this season, uh, we're going to see some of the stuff that sets up why Obi-Wan w- could let that happen. Uh, we've also heard that uh, we're going to find out just how much Obi-Wan knows about Anakin and Padme's relationship. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and you know if if things go south with Satine, uh, if what happens, if, if what I think happens happens, which is that Darth Maul either takes her as hostage or eventually kills her, uh, that Obi Wan might be a little bit more uh, likely to just sort of turn a turn a blind eye and let Anakin have his romance and his opportunity to be close to the person that he cares about, knowing that you know that person could be taken away at any minute right so yeah uh, i i don't know i mean that's that's one direction to go with it i think that's probably if i wanted to tell some obi-wan stories that's what i would do i uh, but who knows who knows if that's the direction that they're going to take it yeah, yeah I was, did you hear that kyle oh did yeah I, about I, okay i actually was kind of thinking along the same lines with mike there that uh, you know when they were talking about you know obi-wan going through tough times and uh you know, then of course, with all this stuff with the Death Watch going on, I was thinking something's probably going to happen to Satine too. Um, you know, I was thinking maybe Previsla is going to kill her when he tries to overthrow Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, and you know, then we see this clip where it seems like there are a lot more of the Death Watch, and they're, um, you know, we've got two different factions now. And something Dave Filoni said about how you know when your planet's been like this warrior culture for years and years and years, and then you try to go pacifist, like how long can you really stay like that if you know, the whole warrior culture thing is like really in your history and your tradition and all that. So I'm thinking maybe they'll surprise us and maybe Satine will, you know, turn inside with the Death Watch or something like that and Obi-Wan will have to fight her. Um, but then, of course, Mike, you brought up a good point too that maybe Darth Maul kills her because, I mean, I hadn't really thought about, you know, him and Satine being sort of in the same situation before, I guess. But if he really wants to hurt Obi-Wan and make him suffer, like, that would be a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if Maul somehow found out that Obi-Wan and Satine were close, like, you know, if I were a Sith Lord bent on revenge, that'd be one place where I'd start. So, uh, yeah, and they said something a while ago, too, about some of the characters that they've created for the show are going to, you know, meet their destiny, so to speak. <laughs> um, right. You know, we see clips in the trailer of uh, Sugi and Embo fighting Maul and Savage, and I was like, I don't know how they ended up there, but that seems like they're going to be pretty outmatched, so who knows what's going to happen there. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you know, a lot of different possibilities and stuff for that. Yeah, that's another thing that that you said, Mike, is we're going to find out more about how much Obi-Wan knows about Anakin and uh, Padme. So we've, that's one thing that a lot of fans are always wondering, you know, how much does he know? Does he know that they're married and all that kind of thing? So apparently in this season we're going to find out that he knows a little more. So, And, and him and Satine, you know, that was actually a, one of my favorite parts of um, – I can't remember the episode. You probably have to help me. The one where uh, basically Obi-Wan says, hey, I was ready to quit the order for you. And uh, he said that to uh, Satine. Yeah. So I've yeah. always I always loved that old, that that uh, that relationship they had, and, and if they explore that more, uh, that'd be kind of cool to see that. Uh, another thing they talked about, I guess this is probably one of the last things that I heard 
uh, and you guys can let me know if there's anything else. Um, apparently, Filoni says we'll, we'll be seeing a Republic Commando this season. So mm-hmm. um, I don't, he didn't say they didn't say which one. I don't know if you heard anything, Michael Kyle, about what they're talking about, but uh, Republic Commando back in uh, season five. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, he didn't say which one. Um, he did say something about. He posted a note on Facebook maybe in the past couple weeks or so and uh, said he was looking over some footage and deciding what clips to show at Celebration 6. And he said, you know, maybe I'll show some Death Watch. Maybe I'll show you guys that Republic Commando we were talking about. So I'm hoping we'll maybe get a glimpse of that at Celebration 6. Um, that would be pretty awesome to see. And, you know, I'm since, you know, everybody knows the Delta Squad from the Republic Commando games, mm-hmm. right. I'm guessing if it's only one Commando, it'll probably be an original character. Um, and and one thought I had too, is that, um, I remember like a while ago they were talking about, you know, the Embara arc and doing more clone stories. And I'm pretty sure they said that fives was going to be, um, in celebrate or celebration in season five at some point. Um, don't quote me on that, but I think I remember reading that. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, we've already seen him go from like rookie clone to, member of the 501st to ARC Trooper. I'm like, are they going to promote him to Republic Commando now? I don't know. Or, you know, yeah. Wow, yeah. get to see another character, uh, you know, totally new character. So, Yeah, that's a fair point. I, I, I do think that if it's one Commando by themselves, uh, we will see a new character or a, an original character, rather. Uh, maybe not necessarily new, because I, I like that idea of having, having that progression for Five's character continue into uh, uh, working with a commando unit. Uh, I, I think the thing with the clone commandos is that they're squads of four. That's how they work. Uh, it, actually, they're, they're referred to as pods. Um, mm-hmm. So to see one commando uh, would be upsetting, I, I think, for a lot of the, the fans of the Republic commandos. But I... Uh, you know, uh, one commando is more than well, not necessarily more than we've gotten, but one commando in action is more than we've seen so far. So, I uh, you know, I I I'm gonna be happy with whatever they give us, whether it's a commando that we know, it's a new one, it's an existing character, uh, whether it's one or it's four. I I'm just excited to see a commando in action. I want to see stuff like the uh, the vibro blade and the uh, the 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 interchangeable gun and stuff like that in action. Like I'd really love to see them carry some of the stuff from the video games and the novels into uh, official G level canon, you know? Um, so I, I don't know. It's, it, it, we don't really have a ton of information yet, so it's really difficult to speculate on where we're going to see that. But, right. uh, but yeah, I mean, I personally, I'm just happy that they're going there, that, 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 that after four seasons, uh, going into the fifth, we know that we're finally going to get to see some commandos in action. Particularly after we saw commandos in season three, and mm. then they didn't really do anything, and we never saw them in season four, and nobody even brought it up. And I think that there was even a couple of instances where we said uh, on one, on a show or two, boy, it would have been cool if that would have been the Republic commandos instead of just, you know, clone trooper XYZ. Right? Um, right. I think maybe even in the Umbara arc, we we might have said something about about you know this would be better if it were if we had some clone commandos in there or you know stuff like that. <laughs> um, I so so I'm just excited that we're finally getting back to that to that world uh, that 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 aspect of Star Wars, particularly of the Clone Wars that uh, that I know that the fans are just clamoring for. So yeah, well we'll see. Yeah. Like you said, they've never really been in you know anything G level canon before, and um, yeah. yeah, I remember I wasn't at Celebration Five or Celebration, yeah, Celebration Five, yeah. where they yeah. first showed that preview clip from season three of the Commandos, and uh, you know Dave Filoni talking about um, how he sort of snuck that in there because originally like it was supposed to just be regular clone troopers, and he said, you know what, the fans want to see Commandos, let's just throw them in this one scene so we can, you know, have the character models and stuff like that. And then, you know, everybody went ballistic over it, and he said that he was going to sort of try to use that as leverage to, 
you know, sort of work them into the stories because obviously, you know, that's like an idea that didn't really come from George Lucas, but he was going to be like, look, everybody wants to see this. Maybe we can work it in there somehow. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing, you know, around that point, they were probably working on stories for like season five and six while they were, you know, working on the animation and stuff for three. So, um, you know, it sort of makes sense that if everybody else at Lucasfilm was listening and was like, okay, yeah, we can do some commando stories that now they're finally starting to pop up after that. Um, Because I think he said that there's going to be, you know, just one episode with one commando this season. But then he, I don't know if he officially confirmed it, but he did sort of sound like he was hinting at it, that we might get a story arc about a whole squad of commandos next season. So, yeah, uh, I got I got that impression, too, that it was just going to focus on one commando this season and uh, I guess go from there. So. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely sounded like there might be more in the future. So right, cool. right. And you can find all that that information and all the stuff we talked about and some other videos and stuff right at clonewarspodcast.com. So check it out over there. Anything else um, that caught your eye, Mike or Kyle, about uh, season five in the last week or so? Uh, you know I what? No, I, I think that we've just about covered everything that's come out of Comic Con. I, yeah. I. So I'm I, I think that about does it for yeah good stuff. for this good episode, stuff. Uh, but yeah I I mean we got Star Wars celebration coming up it's a mere uh, what twenty eight days away, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, I know Kyle and I are, are we are incredibly excited so excited that I can't even spit the sentence out right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't even talk folks look at him. yeah uh, so. Uh, we we definitely uh, want to see some of you guys there and uh, and you know uh, meet and greet with uh, with some of you uh, loyal listeners and uh, so keep your eyes peeled for us. Uh, we'll be back with our 99th episode uh, in a, in a couple of weeks. We're going to do that sometime mid August uh, in preparation for Star Wars Celebration, uh, and that that's probably going to be a very Star Wars Celebration focused episode uh for our 99th and we're going to uh and what we're looking forward to the most uh but until then you can keep up with us over on facebook uh, at facebook.com slash clone wars podcast you can follow us on twitter twitter.com slash clone wars you can also check us out on uh, CloneWarsPodcast.com, our official website. Yes. Yeah, uh, Tim's, uh, Tim's loading that thing up uh, with tons of info, so our newest team member from Frontline is doing a great job. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, and you can send your emails into us uh, at mail at CloneWarsPodcast.com. Uh, we love getting mail from you guys, and we, uh, we'll probably have some emails to read on the next episode. So, uh, so look forward to that. Uh, but until then... Uh, We will see you guys next time. See you next time. See ya. Well, another close to another wonderful show. Obi-Wan Kenobi here saying thank you for listening to Frontline's The Clone Wars Podcast. Brought to you, of course, by StarWarsDaily.com. The force is strong with you all, and it will be with you always. Always.